and positive in the 44270. This is the Around Ripman Podcast, and I'm your host, Cliff Feitner. And we're at episode number, let's see what number we're at. We're at episode number 48, which makes me happy. But if you see a lot of big smiles from the mothers in this town and a lot of big frowns from the kids in this town, that only means that Tuesday is the first day of school here in Ritman. And are you ready for some football? Yes, the Ritman Indians start their season on Friday in Strasburg, and we are looking forward to some great football coming up here in the city. And this week I will also be talking about places to uh, donate back to school supplies and city council uh, notes. Just sit back and enjoy this episode of the Around Ritman podcast. Yes, we are at today. It will be August the 16th if you um, are getting us on Monday morning. And that means the kids only have one more day of summer vacation. But they're going to be going back to school, though. And if they go back to school in Ritman, they're going to be learning from some very dedicated teachers and hopefully some very uh, motivated fellow students. And this past weekend, I was uh, with the Ritman Marching Band as they began the marching season this year over at the Mogador Band Show, and they did a fantastic job. Their sound was like mid-season form, and I'm looking forward to working with these very talented student musicians, along with their talented, the talented band director, Kirsten Johnson, uh, along with Ritman alum, Joe Capozio, who this year is the assistant band director. And, you know, so I expect some good things coming from them. And I expect Friday night, football night, to be very entertaining from both the football and from the band side. And you have a couple of days to uh, get... Uh, your donations of school supplies over to the server. They are still looking for some school supplies uh, to, to donate. And they're, they're going to be taking that through Wednesday this week. So uh, go on over to the server. They're open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can get yourself a cup of coffee, maybe some sort of Danish. And they also serve a you know, full breakfast and a full lunch for anybody who might want to get a free meal and sit around and enjoy the company of others and talk about whatever's happening around town. And server does want to thank a lot of people that have donated greatly people such as uh, the greater Wayne community, uh, federal credit union, uh, Wilging construction, uh, H and R block, uh, the Gosser family along with BG's main event. So, uh, a big thank you goes to all the corporations and to all the individuals who have donated to the server uh, for this uh, school supply drive. And together, we will all make sure that the kids in Ritman schools are well uh, well supplied and being able to learn in, in the best possible environment. Yes, they all deserve a big hand. And now I'll make a correction. If you're listening today, it is August, uh, on Monday, it is August the 15th and not the 16th, as I said uh, earlier in the podcast. So uh, you won't have to uh, correct me uh, if you've listened this far. And the Ritman Chamber of Commerce 
is proud to partner with member business, Shar Heating and Cooling, in an effort to collect needed school supplies. So if you are missing uh, over at the server, let's say you can't make it to the server, the hours that they're collecting, you can always drop things off at Shar Heating and Cooling. And, um, you know, they're looking in the for the most needed supplies, which are dry erase markers, Clorox wipes, permanent markers, um, washable markers, and along with the other things, you know, such as pencils, uh, notebooks, uh, of course, pens, you know, whatever um, you know, might be needed uh, to help enhance a child's school day. And the drop-off location for this is over at Shar Heating and Cooling at 44 Sterling Avenue in Rittman, Ohio, here in Rittman. And, all, and yeah, remember, Shar is where uh, the MDM resale store once was. A lot of us used to love taking our kids there. And, you know, buying whatever uh, they they had over there. So you, you can either drop things off at the server through Wednesday or you can go between uh, August 15th through the 31st to shower heating and cooling and drop your uh, drop your school supply donations over there. And the Daily Record has shown us a little bit of love this past week on Wednesday the 10th. Um, there was the review for the Boys and Girls Cross Country in Wayne County. And they included some very impressive words uh, about the Gibson sisters, Piper Gibson and Merrick Gibson, you know, who compete for Ritman in the cross country. And, you know, they, they're they a couple of dedicated students uh, who love to run and who love to, you know, uh, who, who love to excel in what they're doing. So if you can, you know, get a digital copy or maybe a Dead Trees copy of Wednesday's Daily Record, you know, take a look at that article and... And enjoy, you know, what they have to, what the Daily Record had to say about that. And once again, are you ready for some football? This coming Friday, uh, travel with the Ripman Fighting Indians football team as they begin the 2022 uh, football season over in Strasbourg. And you can en- enjoy a good football game, a good halftime show, of course, I'm I'm going to be up in the press box, you know, uh, announcing for the Ritman Indians marching band. And I'm also going to be enjoying what uh, Coach Tyler Dennis is bringing to the table. And once again, the Daily Record had printed a, a very impressive article in thir- on Thursday the 11th, you know, about Ritman's uh, turnaround time. And and we're all looking for big Good things to come in inside this program, uh, and they're talking about the running game. And those of us who were at the football games last year, we got to enjoy freshman running back Artie Sonigo. And this year, he is a sophomore, and I expect he is going to be doing a little bit better job. And also, we're they're bringing up, you know, a very talented middle school team is going to be enjoying the ranks of of the high school. They were. They were middle school last year. They're coming up into high school. There's enough kids on the football squad to create a junior varsity team this year, something we haven't seen in a long time. And we have a coaching staff who is very sold on bringing Ritman winning footballs, winning football and uh, very sold on the 4-4-2-7-0 and the tradition that they want to create here. If you can't make it uh, this coming Friday, um, down to Strasbourg, uh, 
Come on over to the stadium for the home opener next Friday on August the 26th and where Rittman will be playing visiting Wyndham. So there's going to be some exciting football uh, in the next couple of months. And um, if I'm, you know, if I'm lucky, I'll be able to get some comments from uh, Coach Dennis and maybe have a coach's corner on the, as part of this podcast during the football season. Monday night, August the 8th. I had decided uh, right after I got off work, and I now my work hours are now like 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. So I was I, I got off work on Monday night, and I grabbed my mobile unit, and I went over to the city council meeting. I walked in about 10 minutes late just to see, you know, uh, how fast it would be for me to to make it there, and and I was hoping to be able to uh, interview city manager Bobby Bashera, whom. I, you know, finding out a little bit more about her and a little bit more about uh, band director Kirsten Johnson. I think they would both get along quite well, just based on the fact that they're both vegetarians. But I was going to have her give her comments you know, to me verbally uh, while I had my mobile unit with me. However, uh, that wasn't meant to be because they had gone into executive session uh, at the conclusion of uh, the city council meeting, so I was not able to uh, do that. You know, however, um, I did talk to uh, one of my supervisors at work this past week, and he said there wouldn't be any problem with me just shifting my schedule in order for me to get off a few minutes early. So I am able to make it up to the city council meetings in the future. So uh, we'll see how how that works uh, coming up the road. And I got there, and they were getting ready to talk about um, the – Capital Plan Night Review, which uh, that was uh, a meeting that they or some um, a forum that was set up over at the rec center on June the 25th. And they were asking for uh, city uh, citizens uh, participation in that. And from what I understand, they had participation from 35 people. So uh, and you know, 35 out of uh, 6,100 people here in Ritman. I think that's a little bit, you know, a, a, a little bit short in of expectation. So next time they have that, I would like to recommend that you would go up there. You know, so before they went into new business, there was a PowerPoint presentation on the Campbell uh, Planning Community Night. And under safety services, uh, there was one person who had uh, expressed that it was paramount to have the most up-to-date life and property saving equipment. And another one said, you know, to trust in uh, fire and EMS chief Don Swigert to know what the department needs. And, you know, there was other things under that. And there were people who had pointed out things, um, you know, such as um, the that the Parks and Recreation Department should ensure equipment is available to maintain, maintain parks and the William J. Robertson Nature Preserve. Actually, there are three people who had mentioned that. So, you know, they're they're taking a look at all these, and they it was assured during the meeting that most of these would be addressed, and most of these, you know, would and they would come back to the people on that. And once again, if they ever have one of these nights, I would recommend wholeheartedly that you make the time to go up there and you know talk to the people in this city and. And let them know your concerns because they don't know you don't they don't know that you 
have concerns unless you tell them. And during the new business on there, and this was, you know, a lot of, it was rumbled about in town uh, about ordinance number 8305, which is an ordinance of the city of Rittman, uh, Wayne and Medina counties. Yeah, city of Rittman, which is in Wayne and Medina counties, amending the provisions of the municipal income tax ordinance to provide for a permanent increase in the amount of one half percent in the home, uh, in the income tax rate. And this would have been effective January 1, 2023. And this would have been for the purposes of general operations for the safety services of the city of Rittman and declaring an emergency. And and they suspended the, the rules, which would have you know, been asking for three readings. And after they suspended the rules, they voted it down. And if it would have been approved, that does not mean that we would have gotten a tax increase uh, January 1, 2023 automatically. No, from there, it would have gone on to the ballot. Now, I guess we would have voted for that as, you know, you know, as citizens in November, which is also another reason why you should always vote because this the city of Rittman, they you know they they weren't going to automatically you know make that law but they were going to have uh, have us vote on that and another resolution uh, of this council in the city of Rittman was number 8306 it was authorizing the finance department to create the following fund, which would have been the One Ohio Opioid Fund, and that one was passed. So, um, and one, you know, once again, that would be a fund that would be for the benefit of people in here in Rittman. And as we all know, the opioid crisis is real, and we need all the help that we can get to try uh, to put a stop to it. And if you are interested in how the city council works in this town, they do meet at city hall twice a month, and this during the uh, during the regular year. So you know, you should try to make some time to go there, and especially if you have a concern. We there was one concern uh, during the during the council meeting where a concerned citizen had passed out forms uh, as far as how the recreation center was operating showing that it has been operating at a loss for the uh for the past several years and you know wondering you know what the city was going to do about it and it was pointed out that uh the rec center is not necessarily supposed to be a for-profit service so uh, and there's a lot of us who are able to go up to the rec center for free, uh, such as myself. I am on Medicare, and I have a silver sneakers card. And if I so wanted to, all I would have to do is show that card and be able to go into the rec center and uh, utilize the facilities of that. But there are other people who should go up there who you know, might not be old enough to have the silver sneakers card and they might be looking for a place to be able to use fitness equipment uh, go on up to the rec center and you know pay for one day membership or you know how, however many and you'll be able to utilize that and and it would be money well spent and now before i end uh this episode of the around ripman podcast i want to go back about two weeks when i had a rant concerning radio station WKVX and WQKT uh, and where they were during the month of July, which uh, they were at several spots 
uh, around uh, Wayne County over at, you know, uh, Jarrett Logistics in Orville when, you know, when Dale Jarrett, Josh Berry, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. were there. And there was a live feed from uh, from the Worcester Radio Center and over at the Johnny Appleseed Days in Orville and uh, the Fire in the Sky at Orville. Well, at Johnny Appleseed Days was over at Apple Creek. Uh, so I will correct myself right now. And I was wondering why they weren't at the Sleepwalker Festival. And I'm so I'm going to take this time right now. I was going to do it last week, but last week's podcast ran a little bit long due to my conversation with Jorge Vega. And if you didn't listen to that, you know, please go back and listen to last week's podcast because you can see that that we have some shop owners in this town, the His and Hers comic book shop, uh, who are very, very sold on this town. So, you know, give that give that a listen. Or, better yet, go on over there and see what they have to uh, see what they have as far as their merchandise is concerned. If, you know, and maybe visit, revisit your childhood a little bit. But once again, here is a... Yeah, here is a segment of the first episode of the Around Ritman podcast that I recorded this past November, which talked about the mission statement of C.W. Hoover, who happened to be the first publisher of the Ritman Press. In 1912, the fairly new town of Ritman was introduced to a weekly newspaper. It was called the Ritman Press, and the publisher was a former mail clerk, C.W. Hoover. And while publisher of the press, Hoover would push for a direct road between Rittman and Wadsworth. Later, as mayor, he oversaw the paving of Main Street. He started the Rittman Press with a simple vision. And here is the editorial from the September 18, 1912 edition. With this issue, Volume 1, Number 1, the Rittman Press makes its bow to the people of Rittman and vicinity, who, with former residents, living elsewhere, should be most interested in this enterprise. The Ritman Press comes with no further excuse than that Ritman needs just such a medium to make known to the world the fact that this town exists, to make known her advantages and her possibilities. In other words, to complete the act of putting Ritman on the map. We enter on this work enthusiastic with the outlook, Businessmen and citizens in general have been prolific in their expressions of confidence and goodwill and promises of support. We need all these things, and with confidence in our town, our vicinity, and our people, we shall work together to make the Ritman Press a synonym of success. To our contemporaries, we crave indulgence. Conscious of our weaknesses and inexperience, we are not deterred thereby from pressing forward. We expect to make mistakes, perhaps many, but we shall hope to gain membership in the class that profits by them. We enter upon this work, trusting that we may perform a useful and honorable service. In its 72-plus years of existence, the paper was known as the Ritman Press, the Press, and the Main Street Press. The last owner of the press was the Dix family, who also owned the Daily Record, and the last publisher was R. Victor Dix, who passed away recently. Victor Dix carried on the mantra of his dad. And hopefully, I will be able to keep a local flavor in this podcast and pique the interest of those who call the 44270 home. And if some Saturday or Sunday you wake up 
and you feel hungrier than usual, head on over to Pop's Place in Seville. Their breakfast buffet right now is $9.99. It is all you can eat. Once again, that is going to be from uh, 7 a.m. to noon on Saturday and from 8 a.m. to 2 p.m., which will be your Sunday brunch on Sunday. That is Pop's uh, Shake or Pop's Place in Seville. Or if you want to stay in town, there's always Pop Shake Shack at 8 North Main Street for all your all your cold and all your hot uh, treats that you love to eat. And this will be the end of this podcast. And join us in Strasbourg on Friday night as the Ritman Fighting Indians begin the 2022 football season. Enjoy a good football game and a good halftime show by the Ritman Indians marching band. That's how I say that. And, you know, just take a look. You see that our future is bright here in the 44270. And until next week, Join me again for another trip around Ritman.